There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to King of the Road. We have a lot to get through this week, from the horrors of Rome to Manchester United this weekend and everything else in between. I'm joined by Charlie the Hurricane Skillen to talk us through it, and he's turned up with oh. a suitcase and a duty-free <laughs> bag of limoncello. For me? Uh, I'd love to say so, mate. No, your presence in the suitcase. Okay, great. Um, I'm knackered raw. You know I've not been at home in my flat since uh, before Bournemouth away so you, you on left your, you left your house and yeah. you went to Bournemouth. Bournemouth. You then stayed the night stayed in Bournemouth. Stayed in Bournemouth. Flew to Rome. Flew to Rome. And have come and straight here. Straight from the airport to King of the Road Towers. And later on tonight you are off to Noel Gallagher. I am off to Noel Gallagher. I'm very excited about that. So you have... You, you, it's a whistle stop tour of Europe it almost, is. following football, it's... fashion, and music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's sort of how I like to see myself. I like so. it. Right, so the only place to start is the horror show of Rome. Um, it's yeah. a city that has seen many violent acts over the years. <laughs> you know, you've got the gladiators, you've got the Colosseum there, yeah. but perhaps nothing was quite as unforgiving as that performance at the Stadio Olimpico. Oh, god, it really was terrible. It really was so so poor um, yeah I, I really couldn't quite believe how off the pace we looked I thought Conte got the team wrong from the start um, did you did you really did you think that at the time because Sophie I, I, actually, I, Sophie did a, a pre-match review on our channel mm. and she thought it at the time she didn't want to see Aspilicueta moved no no I, I can't stand him any place up there I understand what he was doing because Aspilicueta got, got beat very badly in the air at home by Dzeko and and that's kind of the only drawback of having him as a centre-half is that teams tend to focus on mm. his lack of height. But it's, it's, it's just not worth him playing out there. Uh, it seems so bizarre to me that the, the tenant on which such a successful season was built on last season was a really solid defence, everyone doing their job properly. That, that back five didn't change and, and he seems to be changing it every game. Oh, well, do you know what? It'd be really interesting to do the maths on this and actually work mm. out how many combinations of a back five we've tried this season. Oh, yes. Too many yeah. is the answer. Um, and the defending, which was kind of, as I said, was our strongest kind of asset last season, just looks... They, they literally don't know what they're doing. I mean, some of the, I watched some of the highlights on Twitter this morning and some of the defending just... It's comical. We we all of our three centre halves like chasing the same bloke. Yeah, there was that one move yeah. that's been highlighted massively, um, and I don't think that tells a full story. I no, think that's it, a very harsh picture. It is, but I mean, there are other problems in the park. You know, Cesc Fabregas can never ever play 
in a defensive midfield role with with only one man beside him. It it, it just can't be done. No, he's not a man for a two. I don't it's think. No, it, but it's getting to the point though. It's it's as pointless as playing Courtois up front. It yeah. is, it, he just can't do it. And and what it does, whoever's playing next to him, don't get me wrong. I don't think Bakayoko had a good game, and he's 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 not been good for a while really. Um, but it means that someone else doing all the work. You can't. Fabregas can't actually focus on his asset to the team, which is you know passing creativity, because he's he's got to do too much chasing when he's you know he's about as quick as I am. Mm. Yeah, and there was that moment, wasn't there, when he gave the ball away. Yeah. He was trying to get back and he was running with lead boots on. Yeah, I mean, look, our, on a basic level, our passing's got to be so much better than it has been the last few games, particularly in Rome. Just giving the ball away all over the park. I oh, know, it's I mean, not, it, it's it, not it's good. But lots of people have highlighted on Twitter that Bakayoko's song is not very truthful. No, it's not an accurate song at the yeah. moment. But Although it is together with N'Golo. Exactly. Yeah. So who knows whether it will mm. remain accurate. Yeah. I think that we can be very harsh. The scoreline is obviously... A harsh one. However, I think it's very important to remember that the game could have actually spun in a very different fashion. Had Morata scored that yeah. chance, had Bakayoko scored that header, yeah. suddenly you're going in at half time and, you're t- and it's yeah, no, two I, each. I agree, don't get me wrong. I think we played very well, reasonably well in the first half. In fact, we, we kind of had the better of the possession and, and also was, you can't legislate for a goal like that no, that no. goal was an exceptional hit yeah it really like, was it was a dazzling yeah. strike it what really can was. you do you and can't You can't plan for that 45 yeah. seconds into the game and and the, the defensive error that led to the second as well you can't you can't plan for that because those mistakes will happen obviously your job mm. is to kind of minimalise that chance but what that should do at half time is you go right look take start we're 2-0 down but we're, we're playing some good stuff we've had some good chances You'd like to think they'd kick on in the second half, you know, try and get one back, mm. you know, um, really put Roma under pressure that they that they were under and amp it up a bit. But we were dismal in the second half. Yes, dismal. That, is, that is sadly very true. Mm. How was it anyway? How was the trip? How was yeah? How more was importantly, Rome? the trip was blinding. Um, never done the t- touristy bits of Rome, so that was really good. Went to, went inside the Colosseum uh, the day of the game, which was which was very very good. It's one of the wonders of the world, isn't it? So. Mm. So definitely, definitely one to tick off the list. Um, I must admit, I did actually try to leave the ground after the third goal, and there was such a backlog of people that they they wouldn't let us leave. No, they never do. Could anyone get out? No, they, they I think kept... quite quite a few people got out immediately after the goal. Right. Um, but then I think the stewards kind of realised that everyone was going to leave, so they just hemmed everyone in, and we were kept in there for like ninety minutes afterwards. It's far too long, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it um, makes the whole trip such yeah. a such a nuisance. That yeah, I hate it. But I was with my my dad, who really hates it, and he really gets the hump. Yeah, it's um, no, it's it's not fun. It's yeah. not fun at all. But thankfully, mm. the wonderful Carabag have done us a massive favour. I know, I know, that was so good. I mean, Atletico was, Madrid have I know. absolutely ballsed it up, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they really have, and it's it, it's fantastic news for us and. More to the point, I mean, the Roma fans either side of us were going ballistic when, when those sort of scores came through because it means, it means they're very likely to go through with us. Yes. In, in, in the well, it means the knockouts. It means that we both need one more win from two more games. Exactly. So, and we're both playing the two Carabag. weakest yeah, teams exactly. in the in the group. So, yeah, no, no, it's, it is it is great news. So it, it actually it wasn't is. a bad night in a weird in a weird sort of uh, way. It, that was a. I think this is what the phrase silver lining on the cloud yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. made for. Yes. But um, Rome, no, Rome is a beautiful city. Uh, I, I was really sort of taken aback by how you just travel down a street that doesn't mean anything to anyone, but still the architecture is just mm. incredible. Sort of 
we kind of got a bit lost looking at kind of different bits and found oh found the most banging anti-pasty place it was amazing <laughs> i had this tray full of meats and cheeses like they tried to kill me but it was it was very very good found some nice little pizza places yeah well. it, few, italy italy's just nice a safe bet isn't bars. it, it is it's really good. got it's beautiful food beautiful architecture mm. lovely uh, wine beautiful looking women beautiful yeah, people lovely that. fashion yeah. uh, everything about it yeah. works I reckon in another life I could be an Italian swanning <laughs> about on a Vespa yeah you'd suit that well I think yeah a you Vespa would. Ray-Bans short shorts puffer jacket puffer jacket in the cold, winter yeah. sunglasses at all times yeah yeah. <laughs> no you'd, you'd be very good at that I think yeah it's a nice it's a really nice culture and look with a bit of luck we could be going back to Italy because I feel that our progress is pretty much guaranteed in this competition so there's a lot of gloom about the club at the moment the mood amongst our support particularly on twitter and other sort of public forums Mm. it's like gloomy people are not feeling good about it and i understand that because we're coming off the back of a 3-0 whooping yeah but conversely when you go into a group like this it's a tough group We've made it harder the than it needs to be. point is to get through it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, look, it's looking like that will happen. Yeah. No, it would be a disaster at this stage if, if that doesn't happen. It would take it would take some freak results elsewhere and it would take yes. us to nose it up massively, which we look utterly capable of doing at the minute. Well, this is, well, this is <laughs> a problem because I still don't quite know what, what's going to happen with us. Like, I don't know if... You know, there's been glimmers with Morata, and I think there's been times where he's looked excellent. You, know, you mm. think about, say, his performance away at Stoke, where he was unplayable, mm. and you think fantastic. But he needs a goal to me, Morata. It's I just mean, not. It's not Diego Costa, is it? It's no. not. He's not dragging his team to victories that perhaps they don't deserve. He's not scoring goals not, that I mean, we're not even in the market for. I think they rushed him back a little bit too quickly. I think Conte was so desperate to have him play rather than Batshuayi, mm. and I. Th- I think it's setting back a little bit. I think he's kind of feeling the pressure a little bit. He's kind of, we kind of, we we knew when he came that he wasn't, he's not of the character that sort of deals with a load of pressure very well mm. and deals with kind of, like you say, having to drag the team through. He's kind of, be- I think from what I've kind of read and learned about him anyway, he seems to be a player that, that needs conditions for him to perform, which is, which is fine. I mean, we've invested a hell of a lot of money in him and he is an incredible striker on his day. So, Obviously, that those conditions are worth creating, but obviously it doesn't always go your own way. Yeah, sometimes. I know. It's a shame. And I think that the atmosphere away at Rome, when you're losing, it just wasn't for him, was it? And it's so it's such an intense it's such an intense atmosphere there. Like, mm. you know, I was looking into the history of the football teams of Rome and it's so it's so interesting. You know, originally there were about eight teams in Rome. This is like going honestly, right? This done, is going back. Done a bit of research, incredible. I find it so interesting, and there's yeah. such it's such a. Do you know what happened when they came to Stamford Bridge? Their support at Stamford Bridge was so yeah, it was enthralling yeah, yeah. and so partisan and so loud and so passionate mm. that I had a little read up, mm. and I did find it fascinating because there was about eight eight teams in Rome, and I think in the late twenties when. You know, I think a wave of fascism and patriotism was passing mm-hmm. across the country. Absolutely. They decided that Rome, although it's it's sort of positioned in the middle of Italy, culturally it's very southern. And they want, and you know, that represents like the true Italian yeah. feeling. Yeah, they, they didn't get on. <laughs> exactly. They wanted, um, they wanted the capital of the country to, to be a powerhouse of football, to challenge the northern superpowers. Yeah. So what they managed to do was get eight of these teams to form one united team mm. called AS Roma. Yeah. 
they adopted the city's colours. They yeah. adopted like the the emblem is Romulus and Remus yeah. and the wolf and yeah, all, yeah, all of that. Right, wolf, they've yeah. really really embraced everything that it is to be a Roman. Mm-hmm. One club, yeah, yeah, went nah. We're not part of this. <laughs> we're we, not having we're that. We're not part be, of this. Yeah. We, absolutely not. Basically, gave a massive V sign at yeah. the proposed idea. That club, Lazio, and they hate. You. And as a result, you can mm. see why they would. Yeah. Because if you're a Roma fan, if you're a Roma fan, you'd say you're turning your back on being a Roman. You're yeah. turning your back on the the colours of the city, all, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And equally, if you're a Roma fan, you go. Lazio oh, sorry, fan. a Lazio fan. You go. You're not even a real club. Yeah, you're an amalgamation. You, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was like fascinating. fascinating. But you can see why they're so passionate, yeah. why they're so tribal, and why they're so aggressive. Yeah, they they really do hate each other. It was interesting actually. I, I mentioned um, I mentioned my old man there. We walk around the streets and obviously there's loads of shops selling shirts and scarves and stuff. But and we were like right in the middle of the city. And it was all Roma stuff. It was like picture totti really? and Roma scarves and flags and whatever. And I was like. You don't see any Lazio gear anywhere, and I wondered if that's because like it was the, very much the centre of the city, and Lazio is kind of a little bit more. Well, it is that little bit more outside. Yeah. And interesting, the the kind of the, there was a bar right by our hotel where we ended up both nights actually. But before yeah. before the game, uh, we were we were kind of in there talking talking to the guy to the guys in there, and those those were the only two Lazio fans we we met. So th- this was like a Lazio bar, and they were like. Absolutely buzzing for us to to win to win yeah yeah, yeah. and like we, we had a really good chat actually like I gave them some of uh, some of like the, the stickers. Chelsea stickers and yeah. whatever and but, but um, I think that's and what we it returned is. afterwards and they were like gutted what have you done to us <laughs> yeah. I, th- I do think that's where it comes from because I think that Lazio are the, they're they're t- traditionally I'm being very stereotypical here mm. but I think traditionally their supporters if you're a Lazio you would be from slightly further outside the city yeah. You're not part of the cosmopolitan ideals of Rome. Yeah. Perhaps your your background is farming. It's that sort yeah, you, of, that's you, the difference. You're very conservative. Exactly, right exactly. So yeah, it's um, but I did find I did find it all fascinating. I think the landscape of Italian football. Oh, is it's, actually, it's, it's got it's got such a fascinating history and culture. And, um, Italian 19 yeah. would have been my dream. You know, if I could yeah. go back to any moment in time. You know, some people were like, oh, you know, wouldn't it have been wonderful to be at any particular event? For me, it would be to just be 25 at Italia 90. England. Following England, following England yeah. at Italia 90. Can That'd you be, imagine? Yeah, blinding. Yeah, really Gazza, Gazza doing his thing. David Platt scoring goals against Belgium. Like knocking Cameroon out, watching that Roger Miller celebrate. It's a fantastic book about following England in Italia 90, which you should read. It's called All Played Out. Over. It's a blinding book. Over. Mate, it's on the, it's on the to-do list. Gar- yeah, I'll, I'll guaranteed. Christmas. Guaranteed. So, I'll hold you to that. So... Rome happened, but it's not the end of the world. We're going to qualify, barring a disaster. Yeah. We have a small matter now to focus on of welcoming Manchester United and Jose Mourinho to Stamford Bridge on Sunday. Yeah, I must admit, I'm not particularly looking forward to it. I, I don't want a minute think I'm saying, like, Chelsea are definitely going to get beat, or, but I just, it's just one of those occasions. And Chelsea seems to, seem to do this a lot to themselves, which is make such a nuisance out of one game that game's huge now I mean it's a huge game anyway it always is Chelsea Manchester United but you think the various kind of narratives of play and now Conte's coming off the back of a dodgy run a disastrous result in Europe and mm-hmm. it, it, it's just it's the last team that I want to face and you can end. kind of imagine Mourinho being so uh, up for this don't I'm kind of already I really need to sleep because I'm really tired but I feel that I won't now yeah I know, <laughs> I know. however 
our our record against Manchester United is excellent. It really is, yeah. Not only uh, not uh, only in the Abramovich era, we have always had an excellent record against Manchester United. Yeah, when we, Manchester United won the double mm. in '94, we beat them at Stamford Bridge that year. We Gavin, beat them. We actually beat them at Old Trafford that year Gavin as well. Peacock, I'll say exactly, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> yeah, he has gone. He's very much he, become he our very, Lord and Savior, hasn't he? Become our Lord and Savior. He's like a. He's a. He's in Canada, I think. He's yeah, a, a priest. Or priest. Pastor, yeah, or yeah. Um, however, we've had a, you know we've had an excellent record against Manchester United over the years, and I do think I always believe that when the chips are down, when it's necessary for Chelsea to win, when you desperately need them to win, they pull it out the bag. Oh, they pull a result yeah, out of the bag. Yeah, look, well, I mean, you know, we, we can't moan too much. We've been a hell of a lot luckier than most clubs. But even no, but I mean, even when we even when we haven't been good, or even, mm. look, you know, we can remember we can remember something even more earlier than earlier than the t- period that I'm currently talking about. Just cast your mind back a couple of years to so that season when we had we were terrible. We finished tenth. We had nothing to play for. One game, get a result against Tottenham. Stop them winning. the Stop league. Tottenham winning the league. Okay, done. No problem. Yeah. It's always it does seem to be that with Chelsea, and mm. I just think. Backs against the wall, the, as much as Mourinho will be up for this, and the Manchester United mm. players are looking very good. They've had an excellent start to the season. I think mm. if they had won, if they had won that game again. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's Huddersfield. It would have been their best ever get start to a season. It's incredible. You think some of the teams they've had. Exactly. So, you know, they have really started. They've come out of the blocks flying. And if it wasn't for Manchester City's brilliance, we would be focusing on United. Definitely. However, 
our players will be up for this. They now have a point You'd to prove, so. but they yeah. will be because yeah. some of them have a some of them have a bit of an edge with Mourinho anyway. Yeah, look at what happened last year at Stamford Bridge. Four nil. That was that was fantastic. We're one yeah, nil I mean, up after it was, thirty seconds. Pedro, yeah, weren't we? It wasn't even Kante scored. He loves a goal against. He scored United. twice. Yeah, get yeah. your money on him for first goal. Yeah. So I think he, I think he was rested for this game. I'm really hoping that's true anyway. Yes. Um, it's The trouble is, do you rush him back in a yeah, big game? Yeah, ab- absolutely. But it's such a crucial game. It's a baptism of fire, isn't look, it? Throwing him in against Manchester United. We look so poor in midfield without him. But you need... Uh, look, I appreciate we need him, but we don't need to... We don't need an injured Kante. Yeah, but it's an international break after this game. And this... Okay. <laughs> Play him and knacker him for France. Yeah, sod yeah, France, <laughs> mate. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, I think you're probably right. I think we have to play him. And then who do you play alongside him? Do you drop Fabregas? Yeah, I, w- I would, certainly. Oh, do you know what? I agree. Because I think at some point, at some point, you have to say, Danny Drinkwater needs to start. Yeah, he needs an opportunity. I, I, I'd, I'd be up for that. I mean, I think... Let Kante and Fabregas... Uh, sorry, Kante and Drinkwater try and resurrect... Summon up the Leicester their, magic. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing you might do is play... Is play five in the middle, or sorry, five in midfield. You know, with, with Fabregas as a kind of number ten. But, but I, you play Baki. If it, I still think you could do that, but play Bakayoko. Play Bakayoko. So you play Bakayoko, Kante, Drinkwater. That's fearsome. Yeah. Well, it, it will win lots yeah. of tackles, which yeah, is what it's going to be about. Oh, it's good. I mean, you know what Mourinho is going to going to do. Yeah. You know what he's going to set. He'd be up there to for do. a draw, won't he, Mourinho? He'd be hoping to nick it, but he'd be there for a draw. He went to Anfield for a draw. I know. I don't. I just I do worry about United. I, I just kind of think they could smell blood. I, look, don't get me wrong; they're not going to come and free flowing attacking and try and beat us four 0 But I, they'll they'll fan, like you say they're fancy nicking it. Mm. Um, but I, and and the other thing, I, I think Pedro's got to play. I, I think he's got to play three up front because obviously playing playing three in the middle means you've got to drop Pedro, mm. doesn't it? Yes, because, yes, it does. Because obviously you don't drop Hazard, and I, I I just think we need we need more attacking outlet against them. So what you wouldn't go for the five? Nah. No, I'd, go, I'd, I'd probably, I probably wouldn't go Kante and drink water just because that's probably two players that aren't as fit as they could be. I'd probably, I'd probably go Kante and Bakayoko. Kante, Bakayoko, and then the three up front. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably a good shout. Um, yeah, I, I think if you if you sit back against Manchester United, you're asking for trouble. Yeah, well, look, I mean, the, you sit back against teams like that. And, and sometimes it, it only works if you are drilled within an inch of your life and everyone is on top of their game, which they're clearly not. Yeah, they? which isn't. Yeah. Um, and teams like that, they've got more than enough talent to, to nick it, you know, bit of magic from someone like Martial. Yes. You know, bends it in the top corner and then... Yeah, what can you do? And then you're 1-0 down against a Mourinho team and you're really in it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. so I think you're right. I think they have to come out... <laughs> Looking forward to this. <laughs> you have to come out fighting. But mm. how do you feel? Do you feel like we're going to win? Uh... I'll be honest if I'm sitting there on Sunday night with one point in the bag I'd take that you take a draw take a draw Yeah. I'm not convinced that I would take a draw um, I don't th- I don't think we're in a position in the league where we can do that anymore we've boxed ourselves into a corner with defeats at Crystal Palace for example that means you have to win yeah, to have any chance good, wasn't it? Yeah, you have to win. You have to win your home games, oh, look, regardless of who they're against. Don't get me wrong. A win would be such a huge statement, and it would kind of set everything on the on the right path again. But I, I would definitely take a draw. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I think we have to go. I think everybody listening to this is actually going to agree with me here, Charlie. I don't think we're in a, I don't think we're in <laughs> that's a position. What, that's what usually happens. I usually get slagged off. No, that's not true. <laughs> I've, got, I've been coming in for uh, for an awful lot of stick. You, you remember it was only a few weeks ago where I was being supremely trolled, <laughs> which was... Uh, it's one of my favourite parts of the which season. Which was painful. <laughs> yeah, not only did we get battered by Crystal Palace, mm. but I, I then became an internet sensation. It was terrible. Going viral for all the Going wrong reasons. Going viral for all of the... Ter- yeah, actually, all the wrong reasons. But... I think we're going to win. I really do. I think that as good as Manchester United are, I think that there are distinct weaknesses. And as bad as we are, I think that on our day we are flawless. Where necessary, we can be flawless. Oh, and if, we, if we turn it on. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. If we uh, if we manage to do it, we'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's certainly one that's exciting. It's one that I'm looking forward to. We just have to we just have to see how we go. Um, you're off. You you so you've flown in from. Where did you, no, no, where did you fly in from? Oh, uh, you're yeah, in Florence. I, yeah, I got, got a train to Florence this morning. Uh, tried to have lunch in Florence because we had about an hour turnaround and uh, got to the place. It looked lovely, nice kind of nice oven pizzas and all the rest of it. And then the food took so long to come, we had to leave the restaurant because we oh, were no, going to Do you pay? Flight. What do you do in that scenario? So if uh, you've ordered we, food, do you pay for it? Because it's not their fault that you've got a rush off. They didn't know how... No, it's, it's their fault they took 40 minutes to deliver a basic starter. So, so did you not pay either? No. And they're somewhere in Italy, are they cursing these two English... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These two horrible English men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we, we, well, obviously we, we got a drink, so we, we just we gave, we gave them the money for the two beers. and was like, look, we've got to leave. Right. I mean, li- literally what we ordered, we ordered some sort of a, a charcuterie platter, if you will. Right, um, and it took forty minutes, and, and there was people who came in the restaurant afterwards that we we purposely didn't order anything that you had to. You thought would take a long time, yeah. right? Okay. And there's yeah, people fair enough. Yeah. So did you have a conversation? You said, "Look, I'm going to have to leave now. I'm sorry. I'll yeah. pay for the drinks." Yeah, exactly. And they were okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I, I so you must be starving I now. I, I couldn't understand them. I assume they were okay. <laughs> are, you, are you starving? Yeah, mate. <laughs> so what's what's the plan? You're going to go from here to watch Noel Gallagher in Bethnal Green. In Bethnal I'm Green. I'm very sorry about this. Right, this is kind yeah. of a secret gig. Okay, and that I won tickets for. Right, if um, you just let the cat out of the bag here, the, the oh, yeah. dozens of the yeah. two dozen people that listen oh, no. to this podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they're getting a taxi to Bethnal Green now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's um, he, he's filming for like a he's he's doing some new tracks off the off the album that he's got coming out in November or whatever it is. And um, I'm hoping he can play some classics as well because I don't want to listen to a load of songs I've not heard before. No, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that he will. If he might let you do requests, if he if he if he shouts out any, Ooh. if he goes any requests, what are you going to go for? If that were me, <laughs> I say what are you talking like that for. Not? <laughs> if that were me, I'll go straight in. Undoubtedly for slide away. Oh, I was about to say that. That is. I'm going to go. go I'm going to go fade away. Like that one. Yes, it's a, yeah, equally uh, a very good shout. But it will be it will be good. So it's an intimate gig in Bethnal yeah, Green. You're only, starving. There's only this a, means pie and mash. Surely you're going to yeah, the East End of London. That's, that's a great shout. You know. Can you get pie and mash this late? Yeah, that Manzi's gaff. What it was called. Oh yeah, mate, it'll be. Uh, it'll be <laughs> um, good. Yeah, no. That, that and how did good. you there's get a, tickets? Why have you got tickets to a secret gig? Because international man of mystery. No. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously on their mailing list or whatever, and they said click here if you want to win tickets. And and I I, I did it for I've done it for loads of bands, um, but and I never I never get to the thing. Obviously, he, he he's um, it's something for like iTunes or something. But um, they e- they emailed me and said you've got tickets, and it's, it's there's only about six seven hundred people. Mate. So seeing a, seeing someone like Noel Gallagher in a setting like that is going to be yeah 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 quite, be superb. quite the experience. It will be superb because 
no band has had I would it's certainly in my lifetime no band has had an impact like Oasis an impact on you or impact generally I'd say an impact certainly an impact on me but I'd say mm. broader than that an impact on the country no and I don't think any band ever will again well yeah I, I think you're probably right I don't think it was it, it was the perfect storm wasn't it I, mean, I had a bit of a chat with Rob on a previous podcast mm. about the 90s but it was a perfect storm it was London was a hub yeah Britpop was going New Labour were in Cool Britannia was a thing and, and Oasis would, uh, um, you mentioned it on the podcast Oasis were the the biggest show in town I mean they Liam getting a haircut was front page news do you know I put Oasis's uh, longevity and mm. their popularity down to partly down to obviously Noel's brilliant mm. songwriting skills deserve a mention here yeah Liam's absolutely. Liam's distinctive gravelly voice deserves a mention here some of the best frontman of all time completely but equally Liam Gallagher's haircut deserves a mention here that man yeah. has had a flawless haircut his entire life he wears the hell out of a jacket as well he's very good at wearing a jacket he is very he looks very cultured in a moccasin <laughs> but his haircut has been on point he's such a handsome like strikingly handsome bloke yeah he's um yeah he's 45 and he's still rocking the rocking the very yeah. good hairstyle yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see him as well I'm, get this right so you know the Champions League starts in starts again in March whatever hopefully we'll through I'm actually doing a European away before that I'm going with my mate to see Liam Gallagher in Barcelona when? February 24th I think February the 24th been Barcelona to see Liam Gallagher mate oh. Oh, that could have my name written all over it that does sound <laughs> I'm just revealing this for the first that, time that, that does I, sound I, very appealing I only, I only booked it last week no that does sound very appealing that would be uh, that would be incredible but look yeah I mean I wasn't I was aware of them, obviously, in the 90s, but I was kind of only... I was between four and eight or whatever when they were when they were at their absolute hype. You're sort of still aware of it because they're like... The oh, because biggest, everything, everybody could, was. Because yeah, they're yeah. the biggest thing yeah. in the country. But I won't... In terms of my kind of musical listening, I'd say they're probably my most important band because they... I mean, I was obsessed with them when I was a teenager, sort of 10 years after the fact... But they kind of opened so many avenues to me, mm, yeah. you know. And you start basically you start listening to the whole history of British music and and listen to what the Beatles were listening to when when they kind of made their great albums and you know all the all the soul records from the sixties as well. And you know people kind of slag Oasis off for being very derivative of the sixties and 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 certain bits of the Beatles. But in terms of formulating what you listen to going into your adult years, I think it was. It was very important, and I think... And also, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, no, there's nothing wrong no, with being influenced not. by previous no, generations. It's like, like, the Arctic Monkeys have clearly been influenced by Oasis. There's yeah, nothing wrong, there's yeah, nothing wrong totally. with that at all. It's, in fact, totally. in fact it, would be, it would be very odd if it wasn't the case. You'd be hard... I mean, you're very hard-pushed to find an artist who you can't trace the influences. Yeah, and uh, do, do you know what? I don't know if a record has ever been made since, or, or arguably ever... That has that is as flawless as either one of Oasis's first two albums. They're, they're, there is not a bad track. No, like you know, I've I thought that that record that the Arctic Monkeys recently bought out at AM was incredible. That's I really a good did. Album, yeah. Right, but there's still one or two songs on it that I can live without. I can yeah. skip. Yeah. You will not if you put What's the Story Morning Glory on. You will not skip. You will never no, use that button. No. You will never ever no. do it. If you put Definitely Maybe on. You won't skip. No. What you'll probably do is you'll go back and listen to Supersonic twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll have it on twice. I mean, the other incredible thing, and, and this kind of makes them 
the last band of that era you were talking about last week and in the 90s is the B-sides are incredible. I mean, yeah. Oasis B-sides... Well, they did, they are, did an album of B-sides, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, the, uh, the yeah. Master the Master Plan. The Master Plan, which was kind of a collection of the ones that yeah, went before. Yeah, you're right, though. It's mad. Yeah. How is Acquiesce not... How is that not on, a, on, on an album? That, that would yeah. be... That would be... Ten of the bands you can name right off the top of your head, that'd be their best song. Oh, by a mile, yeah. And well, it's, it's plan, almost... Yeah. Well, it's in Oasis. Yeah, it? of course. I mean, they could do a... If they reformed tomorrow and did their sort of best-known 20 songs or whatever yeah. a, a gig, you know, there'd, there'd definitely be three or four B-sides in there, yeah. which, which is incredible because B-sides just aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Get, you get bonus tracks on albums, but they're always yeah. some sort of poxy remix. But yeah, you're right. When I think about that Master Plan album, I think you go, for me, you go Stay Young, Rocking Chair, yeah, the Master Plan itself... Mm. They are all songs that could quite easily be put together yeah. on a best-selling album, Absolutely. not a B-side album. Yeah. I mean, something like Talk Tonight. Your man on the street knows Talk Tonight. Yeah, Talk that Tonight is a beautiful um, song. Do you know, do you know um, there's a, this is this, going into their catalogue to just demonstrate quite how wonderful they were. You know, there's a song, I ended up with sort of a bootleg version of yeah. CD. This is when I was at university. Went over to Manchester, ended up with this bootleg CD. Had to listen to it. They've got this song, it's called Take Me. Yeah. It's... It's not on any album. It hasn't even made the cut. It was it was to before, be on a definitely beast. maybe, wasn't it? Such a good song. Yeah. So good. It whenever I don't have that C D anymore, but occasionally, you know, on YouTube, yeah. I just have a once I finish watching uh CFC, CFC Fan, Fan TV, TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a little play with, you know, what's going on, listen yeah, to some music. Preview from Rome about watch your preview times, from yeah. Rome, of course, yeah. standing next to a drill, lovely work, Charlie. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I had the Coliseum in the background, mate. What else do you want? And uh But I'll have a listen to that, something like Take Me. Yeah. And you think, when you think of some of the dross that came out of, like, the British music scene in the past ten years... Yeah. That was just wonderful music. Yeah, it was incredible. And it was... it was. I think the point was, as well, that music's incredibly uplifting. Yes. And it's all about escape, escapism. It's all, you know... And, and the lyrics get slagged off a bit, but it's all about... I think you can slag the lyrics, the lyrics to a degree, but I don't yeah. think that you can give it the grief that... Like, I mean, as much as I... As much as I think that... You know, people will often say that John Lennon was a wonderful lyricist, mm. but he also came up with "I am the walrus, I am the Eggman, goo 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 goo." So, so we have to kind of put it in perspective. And yeah. equally, while Oasis have, I mean, I was never, I, you know, thank you for the sun, the one that shines on everyone. Yeah, perhaps not for me. That's who feels love. That's a <laughs> sort of shining example of yeah. one of their poorer lyrics. But there's equally some things that are very deep, very meaningful, yeah. and very and, beautiful. And they're they're incredibly universal, which is why. One in twenty people apply for tickets for Nebworth yes. in the UK. Yeah, it's incredible. And I, I remember kind of talking to one of my mates who goes to Chelsea actually, but he's 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 my dad's age. He's absolutely music fanatic. More than I mean, he's got a Chelsea season ticket, but he's kind of more into music than he is football. Um, and he was saying that the last for that period of eighteen months, two years, you go to any pub in the country, stick away on the jukebox, and the whole pub, whether that was the 16-year-olds, they're drinking illegally, or the 80-year-old man sat at the bar. They'd all be singing. Yes. And, yeah. the, and it united the whole country, and there's never been a band like that. And I think because of the way the public and, and we obviously consume music, I don't think there will be again. No, I think I think you're probably right. And equally, I don't think you're going to have the perfect, the perfect concoction of... Mm. It, it just worked, didn't it? You had yeah. you had Knowles' brilliance, you had Liam's arrogance, you had the way they looked, you had yeah. Manchester backing I mean, them. It, yeah. was just, could, it was just perfect. I mean, you, you talk about YouTube, and obviously you could watch Oasis concerts for hours, 
You could watch Oasis interviews for hours. When I was when I was a um, when I was a student, I had a, a video of there and then. Oh yes, and yeah, I watched brilliant. that. Oh, they played Main Road. Yeah, they played Main Road, which is Man City's old ground. If you're younger than me, <laughs> um, and it were it looked like one of the most mesmerising experiences. You know, to be there, you're part of history. You're part yeah. of something. And, and I, yeah. for that for that reason, I mean, when you know, if you do, you know, when people do those imaginary dinners where you go four people you can yeah. pick, or just your four four best people that you could possibly meet. Do, do I make your cut? Yes, fourth. <laughs> but Liam Gallagher for me would always be on that. Yeah, absolutely. He, he would. He, you know what? That's a podcast in itself. We should uh, have yeah. a think about that and do yeah. it. Get him on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you know Antonio Conte would certainly be on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would um, it would be a very exciting, interesting thing to do. So Noel Gallagher tonight. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The, gig, the gig's very early. The gig's at about eight. Lovely. In which case, you should probably think about wrapping this up to allow oh, you mate, to get I'm, over I'm to I'm buzzing to get out of here. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> right, so Rome, we're going to put in a- the ancient history. Yeah. The ancient history <laughs> yeah, like category. It. Very nice. See what I did? Very nice. We're going to look forward to Manchester United. You think in a draw, I'm thinking a win. Yeah. And you're going to go and have I'll, a drink with Noel Gallagher tonight. That'd be great. If you can have a word with him and see if you could do, do next week's podcast, that'd be wonderful. That'd be brilliant. We could, he can hit back at Liam because Liam's been slagging him off a bit. <laughs> oh, Charlie, thank you so much for coming on. No and worries. guys, thank you all so much for listening. Um, what I would like to ask you to do is I would like to finish these segments with a Q&A. So if you would go onto iTunes, go onto the comments section and leave your questions... When we sit down next week, I will do my best to answer as many of them as possible. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't subscribed, please do it now. Hugely appreciated. See you next week. Ta-ra. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.